Welcome to What People Don't Talk About, an interesting podcast where we socialize controversial topics that you may otherwise keep to yourself. Let's talk about trends, inner thoughts, and other interesting subjects to differentiate fact and fiction, truth and myth, and other debatable ideas. Open your mind and your mouth as we discuss these matters in an informative and thought-provoking turn. Welcome to What People Don't Talk About. I'm going to do this episode that is very dear to my heart because I often talk about it with a lot of people that I know and I think it definitely makes a difference in the way that we see life and in the way that we see time. In this episode, we're going to talk about time, not as a linear, in the linear perspective, but more as if it will be the most important currency you have. Because it is. Time is the only currency where we are equally as rich as your neighbor and as the person next to you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you were born, if you're a woman, a guy, if you're poor or rich financially. It doesn't matter. Since the day you were born, every day you get 24. That's the currency you got. 24 hours a day. And nobody gets one second more, one hour more. There's nothing nobody can do to get one more minute out of their days. No, we all get 24. But what is important is what we do with those 24 hours. And that makes the big difference. What you do with your 24 is what is going to determine your success your wealth, your happiness, even how healthy you are, 24 hours a day. How many of you do really think that's a lot of time? The majority of us have thought that it's not enough time. If I could only have enough time, or I cannot do this because I don't have enough time, or I don't have enough time to accomplish this goal, and you get what I call the snowball motion days, We want to do things, accomplish goals, learn a new language, learn to play an instrument, exercise, meditate, read a book, anything that you want to do. And we feel that we don't have enough time. And I'm sure everybody has thought, it's so unfair that we work five days and only rest two. Because if I will rest three days, the weekend will have three days, I will have so much more time to do things I want. Well, in this episode, I'm going to share with you how do I see the 24 and some tricks and ideas on how I manage to do a lot of things in my days that has allowed me to be successful in my career, but also in a personal level to accomplish a lot of goals and to learn a lot. I'm passionate about learning. My father is a neurologist, so I grew up with this idea of the brain and the mind, like a muscle that you exercise like the brain capacity being unlimited, but you just have to awaken it. And what can you do? And what would you do if you could expand your brain capacity and your human potential? Those were some questions that he used to ask me when I was younger that stay with me until this day. So I'm very passionate about intelligence and knowledge, and therefore I think I'm, I'm an eternal student and learner, and I like to be a super learner. I like to learn as much as I can in the time that I have. 
And that is what I'm gonna share with you today, my tricks and how do I see 24. So the first thing about managing time and managing your time efficiently is to start backwards. What I mean by that is you have 24 hours, I sleep seven hours. I do not function if I sleep less than seven hours. It's simply my body doesn't awake. <laughs> That's it. I am a zombie or I, I snooze the alarms. I don't care if the world is falling apart. If I don't sleep seven hours, my body doesn't stand up. So seven hours from the 24th. I work Monday to Friday in a very stressful industry that requires a lot of my time. And I don't work eight hours a day. That is a lie, a utopia, a wishful thinking. I work 10 hours a day, minimum. But in a healthy day, 10 hours a day. I stay, I usually start my days half an hour earlier, take only half an hour lunch and finish half an hour later usually. So 10 hours and seven hours from sleep, 17 hours from 24. Let's say if you eat and shower, you take three hours to get ready and, and eat breakfast and lunch or dinner because lunch is included in the 10 hours. So that's 20 hours. You have four hours left. I go to the gym for one hour. I read every day 30 minutes and I meditate 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes, but let's call it 30 minutes. That's another hour. And I have two hours left every day. I'm talking Monday to Friday that I have to work. And in those two hours, I usually use them to study something or, or to learn something new. I love languages. I speak five. And I'm trying to get certified in my Portuguese. Therefore, I'm taking some classes of Portuguese to prepare myself for the exam. And I take that twice a week. That's usually an hour, an hour and a half. And I'm encouraging myself to learn how to play an instrument. I am very artistic. I, I love reading. I enjoy writing. I like exercising too. I like painting. But I've always wanted to learn an instrument. And I'm trying to learn the guitar this year. For Christmas, I got a guitar. I'm teaching myself, like a friend of mine likes to say, the university of the future, which is YouTube. <laughs> I'm learning in the university of the future for now to put the accords and the fingers, get used to it. Maybe in the future, I'll take some classes. But for now, I'm teaching myself. And that's what I do with my 24. In the weekends, usually I wake up early, also go to gym for an hour. Then I work on this passion of mine that I, we call podcast. I work on the podcast and I work in the afternoon on some other projects. And Sundays, I usually have a class in the morning and then I go to church and meal prep and get ready for a productive week. I get to do a lot of things during the week. And I even get to Friday's afternoon that I have nothing to do. I don't put anything for myself on Fridays in the afternoon. I get to go out with my friends. I love salsa dancing. So sometimes when it's normal situations, I go for salsa dancing on a Friday or a small gathering with friends. That's what I do with my 24. What do you do with yours? It is a reality and it's not a cliche that we spend a lot of time in things that don't bring us any value, including social media. And I have the notifications that tell you when you exceeded 30 minutes, but wow, 30 minutes wasted, like scrolling down on pictures of people and putting likes to things, random things in Instagram or Facebook. That's wasting time. 
And don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect. I do waste time sometimes on social media as well. I try to turn off the applications during the week, not to have distractions, because I'm working from home, and working from home requires you to be focused sometimes. And you don't want to have, you have enough distractions just to be at home. So I turn off the applications during the week, and I just see them on the weekend sometimes. And I like to control myself. I don't have the notifications turned on. So I choose when to look at social media instead of social media pushing me and motivating me to check the notifications. So what do you do with your 24? This topic is perfect for this beginning of the year. And I know everybody does these new year resolutions and they want to go to the gym and stay healthy or walk or run and anything you want to do. If you don't have a plan, then you fail. At least when you have a plan, you try it. If you don't, it doesn't end up to be perfect. If you fall down or fall behind in your goals, that's fine. But at least you can measure them. and At least you wrote them down. I'm all for writing goals at the beginning of the year and New Year's resolutions. But in order for you to follow through, especially now at the beginning of the year, it is important that you map out your 24. And probably you're going to find out that you're wasting time in areas that you really shouldn't be wasting time. Or that you can consolidate time. Or delegate if you have a partner, if you have kids. And you're assuming everything to yourself. Maybe if you delegate chores, you can get more done. Or maybe you can all learn a language on the instrument and work out all at the same time. But if you plan your months and you say, okay, for these three months, I'm going to, I really, my goal is to focus on losing some weight. I am going to go to the gym 30 minutes, not even an hour, 30 minutes every day. And, but it is consistency what builds a habit and habits what determine your life. And you cannot rely on motivation. Motivation usually lasts out of the seven days, two days. And again, I've worked out my entire life. I was a track and field athlete. I work out usually six days a week. I have motivation two days of the week. The other days I go to the gym due to habit and due to discipline. And discipline is a superpower. But it's not something that you, that it's built easily. And it's not something that you inherited. It's not something that was a gift. It's not, no, it's not like that. You have to develop it like a muscle. By doing the things you don't want to do because you know you have to do them to achieve a goal. You have to do the things you have to do, even when you don't want to do them. That is discipline. And the more you do them, the more you build that consistency that happened and it's a must for you to do them. So try it out if you're going to the gym or is your goal to go to the gym. Commit yourself for the next three months to go. Don't go six days a week. Go three days a week, two days a week. 30 minutes. And then if after that you want to, you will accomplish this goal and you want to continue to go, that's fine. Or if you want to focus building another habit or learning something new, then do so and plan out your time. I hear all the time that people don't have time. (laughs) Whatever redundancy, right? I hear all the time people don't have time. But it's true. We all feel constrained and I don't feel stressed. I have time to meditate. I have time to chill, to read, to go to bed at 10, wake up at 5.30 in the morning. I wake up at 5.30 in the morning every day. Sometimes I'm learning even some days to wake up before the alarm, which was weird and random for me. I thought I would never get that done, but I'm doing it because I'm committed to my goal. I always recommend some time to relax. That's definitely very important. Not only in the morning, maybe in the afternoon as well, depending on how stressful your work is. 
for me is in the morning meditation puts me in a good mood and i feel that if you have a good mood in the morning if you create enough endorphins and oxytocin and good neurotransmitters in your morning you're able to deal with ever whatever comes through the day for me if i don't work out i am not the same person through the day i am a different human my boss used to laugh about it and said no you don't want to see carla when she doesn't work out <laughs> when you work out you hack the system you produce endorphins and increase the level of serotonin serotonin is a neurotransmitter that is associated with joy and fulfillment and happiness no pleasure that's dopamine but once you work out or you go for a run or a walk or something outside you create this additional energy that will hold you through the day and make sure also you don't deprivate sleep for your goals sleep is very important it's as important as working out and eating and drinking water maybe more and if you feel you're not resting enough and that you're not able to sleep deeply and wake up rested i have received a great recommendation i tried it out myself and it's fantastic of taking one tablet of magnesium at night before you go to bed of 500 milligrams and that will help you to ease, relax, rest and produce enough melatonin so you can rest. Make sure you don't have distractions in your room that wake you up or light. Try to sleep in darkness in a good temperature, comfortable and don't ever deprivate sleep. In the 24, you always start with 7 or 8 hours or 6 hours of sleep. And some people need less, some people need more sleep. It's not that everybody needs 7 hours or 8 hours, 9 hours. No. Some people are okay and fine and well rested with 5 hours of sleep. That's fine. But start there. First, you calculate you reduce from the 24 the hours of sleep. Then if you have a schedule, your time, the time that you work. Don't be a workaholic. I read it the other day, a post that was very good that said you have to work more on yourself than what you work on your job. And it's true. So working, do the best that you can in your career. Don't go crazy. Try to have a balance. Have eight hours, maximum ten, <laughs> and then do something else. Read, read a book, but forget about the TV, forget about the Netflix, forget about the scrolling down Facebook, for, forget about the gossiping. Like, leave that for the weekend, for the side. Put yourself a time for that. When was the last time you you picked up a book and you read a book? When was the last time that you really nourished yourself and your brain? No reading news, no reading news magazines, Facebook stories, no, a book, some really well-written book or that you dedicated a time for yourself to be at peace and do a I don't know, sit down and breathe like a meditation or that you decided you wanted to learn something. You have to constantly be growing. If we're not growing, we are dying. The moment we stop growing is the moment that we start dying. And growing is painful. And growing requires energy, effort, and growing requires you to get out of the comfort zone and make sure you're doing something extra, something more. However, and this is a very important point, don't let your time be controlled by other people's agenda, by other people's opinion about your time. Of course, if you're in a family and you have kids, yeah, you have to devote your time to your kids, your family, your husband, etc. But that's manageable. What I mean by agenda is family members or the culture and society might want you to do certain things at a certain age or a certain time. 
that might differ with your vision of your own life. You are the writer of your own story. You decide what you want to do and who you can become, despite of the circumstances of your life. If you really want to accomplish something, you put the best efforts and everything there is in your soul to accomplish your goals. Be creative. I am a communicator. I love talking. That's what I'm doing the podcast. I feel that I have the need to share my thoughts and my ideas and talk about topics that people are not used to talk about, that people are afraid to talk about, or they don't have enough information to talk about it. But if your passion is to paint or to draw, find some time during the week to do that. And the energy and the happiness that those moments will bring you will be even more valuable than any other time that you might waste doing something you really don't enjoy. We all need to work. We all need to survive. But even if you have to have two jobs, if you have 30 minutes for yourself, do something you really enjoy. And if you don't have those 30 minutes or like at least 10 minutes for you to meditate, sit down, get in peace, then you don't have a life. In life, nothing happens just because. Everything that we go through, every accomplishment, men that we have required at one point an effort and the right circumstances for it to occur. Make sure you know what you want. Some of us know what we want. Some, and sometimes in our lives, we don't know what we want and we divert and then we feel unhappy, unrested, stressed out. So if you're stressed out, if you're annoyed, if you feel that these year and last year especially 2020 that was an awkward weird stressful depressing oppressive year has taken a toll on you now let's start this year with a new beginning start this year with the idea of working on you don't worry about what the year is going to bring you and worry about what you are going to bring to this year and remember your most important currency is your 24 hours. Big changes start with small steps. So if you want to change something in yourself or improve in any area of your life, you have to start by allocating some time to that activity, action, habit. And with consistency, you will build that skill, you will develop that muscle, you will learn that instrument, that language, that book, that task, that skill, anything. You can improve your memory, you can improve your knowledge, you can improve your body, you can improve your health. But this is not going to come from the outside. This is not just going to happen with a blink of your eyes. The economy, the political situation, the political unrest, anything, COVID-19, anything that happens outside does not determine who you can become. But for that, you have to work on yourself. Not every once in a while. Every single day. Pick one habit. The most important one. The one that you feel that is affecting you the most if you don't have it. And work on that habit every day. Include it in your schedule. Have a schedule. Know what you're doing with your time, which is the only currency. You cannot get back. You cannot rebuy. You cannot regain. You cannot trade. And the crazy thing is that we really don't know how many days we will live. How much time do we really have? How wealthy we really are as far as time. 
every day we wake up without realizing how many more days we will have. How many more 24 we will get. Every day when you wake up, remember to be thankful for that day, that new experience. To be alive, to be healthy, to have the opportunity to spend one more day, 24 hours, doing whatever you want and contributing to your life and to your future. Make sure you value that time. Make sure you value your minutes. Make sure you value the energy that you bring every day to this world because you don't know if you will have 24 hours tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the show. This episode is very, very important for all of us and I hope you enjoy it and we're able to get some nuggets of wisdom for your day-to-day life. See you next time.